this is a terrific story, and the story belongs, of course, to the Wimmera trainer in country Victoria, in Steve Lenahan, who had a day out or a day to remember there at Kangaroo Island in South Australia on Thursday. Running on Swiss time, wide out was Cato Lake. Swiss time goes up, grabs the lead. Swiss time wins the first. In solemn promise, Duramax in front, and Duramax, is it? Uh, no, Padstow Polly, I should say, just. Padstow Polly, similar colours, wins. On, still got the tenacity to come on right down the outside. Stealthy Lucas, the rail, Magno Siva, the middle. Have a jewel, I'll be gone, and Muffler, the lake closes. I'll be gone, and Muffler. Oh, don't tell me I'll be gone, Scott Up. This would be some Herculean performance. It was a massive performance by All Be Gone because that was the last league of the treble for Stephen Lanahan on Thursday there at Kangaroo Island. And All Be Gone was gone at the start. It basically wanted to go to the outside fence just after the gates were released. Gave the, the field about seven or six lengths, but was still too good. And Stephen joins us on the line now. Good morning to you, Stephen. First of all, mate, it's been a few days since that day out at Kangaroo Island. Has it sunk in yet what you were able to achieve on that afternoon. Yeah, good morning, Gareth. How are you going? I, um, I'm right back at work now. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> no, we, we did celebrate pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, not, not every day, like over half your horses win on the one day. But that was, um, that was pretty big. Now, did you catch any fish? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we did catch some fish and I, I won there as well. So I had a good weekend. <laughs> so... Is this a, an annual trip that you make to Kangaroo Island in South Australia with your team? Well, well, that's the second time we went. Last year, uh, the races got called off day one, so we took a team of horses, and I think only one horse raced for the whole trip. But it, that doesn't matter. We we went over there for more of a social weekend, yeah, and uh, and we learnt a lot about what horse we had to take too, which was probably helped us a lot for this year. So you start the day with Swiss time at $61 and then Padstone Polly wins at $26. Now, how confident were you with those two horses, first of all? Yeah, well, it sounds like you missed the good odds. Yeah, I do. I'm just going the starting price, I should say. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, did, miss, yeah, yeah. I did miss the bloody price. You, you lost me numbers, yeah. Steve. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, now, I, um, I went over there thinking Padstone Polly could win. She's been racing well in a lot stronger class. Yeah. Uh, Swiss time, uh, look, I was trying to get him over a trip and even at 2,400, the race before and, uh, yeah, just didn't get the trip. So I decided to freshen him up and drop him right back in trip. And, um, he did a lot better than what he had been when I had him at that trip earlier. So, um, so no, I didn't expect him to win. I thought he could place, um, when I looked at the field. And I'll be gone. I expected him to win, but yeah. uh, not after the start of the race. I thought he had no chance. So talk us through the bet that you had, if that's okay. No, I don't bet, Gareth. Oh, okay. So who had the? Did someone have? Did someone <laughs> have? Do you all, me? No, I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was. Yeah, there's a few people had an all up. I had a little all up as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's. It's probably not as good as people think. Okay. Uh, the, yeah, there was a couple of people that I know that had a couple of dollars on. Yeah. Um, for the all up, and they they follow my horses and have a bet on them every time they go round. So that's and for those people, that's life changing stuff. So they, uh, no great return. Is that extra satisfying? Like as you point out, that's life changing. How how good is that? Yeah. It. Um, it. 
I don't know, these people, they, they uh, I do get good odds because I'm small trainer. Most small trainers get, get juicy odds compared to uh, your bigger stables. Um, and I guess it's worth following. Like, even if they only win one in 10, uh, you certainly get your money back. Yeah. So if you just had a dollar all up, you had a bit going on, so I'll be gone anyway for that final league. Um, what was going through your mind when I'll be gone, missed the kick and wanted to go home basically at the start and headed straight to that outside fence? Did you think, oh, we're in a little bit of trouble here? But um, what yeah, was that's going exact, through your that's mind? That's exactly where he's, that's where his box was for the <laughs> oh, week. Oh, was he? The other side of that fence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he didn't so, realise what, what was on the line. <laughs> uh, he, was going, he was going home. Yeah, no one told him. No. Uh, no well, I, I mean, I, I didn't have a big outlay. Um, no. So, you know, you don't worry too much. And it's, um, and look, I think I had a, a Trixie or one of those bets. Yeah. So you, you're, you've already won. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, but it, it didn't matter. Just I just, I'm not worried about the betting too much. I Because they're my own horses. You yeah. race for the prize money. Uh, and um, you just want to see your horses run well. Yeah. So even if they're not winning, you want to see them performing well. Um, so, but... I knew that he wasn't out of the race completely. Uh, just depended on what, what sort of tempo was in it. And they went quick, which gave him every chance to run into it late. So describe, so I, um, yeah. so describe that feeling, mate. Describe that feeling when I'll be gone. He's not only won the race to give you a treble, but the way that he's done it, like when he's missed a kick like he has, and then all of a sudden he bursts through, what was the feeling like? Yeah, it's enormous, isn't yeah. it? Like, uh, probably a little bit of shock, uh, and especially when there's a photo it has to pop up, and you're waiting for the photo. Uh, <laughs> like he's a tough old horse, and yeah. that must be his tenth or eleventh win, I think. That was and his a, lo- a lot of yeah. A, yeah, okay. A lot of his wins are tough. Like he's he's flat out from the eight hundred, three, four wide, because he's always at the back. So it's you know that he's going to keep going. But gee, he had a lot of work to do. It was um, it was a, a real buzz, and uh, I had Jade uh, Jade Smith was there beside me. She strapped all the horses. Uh, well, she probably did most of the work for the weekend, actually. <laughs> and uh, she uh, and she her favourite horse is Padstow Polly, who who just won. Uh, and it's just great to see the excitement on her face too. Yeah. Uh, just a real buzz. We were Steve Lanahan, who had a, a day to remember there at Kangaroo Island on Thursday when three of his horses that he basically owns himself and trains saluted at a big price there, and they were well-backed. I'll be going around $8.50. This is the starting price. Swiss time started at $61 in the first, and Padstone Polly at $26. Steve, tell us the journey, how you get to Kangaroo Island from Swan um, from Horsham. So... Basically, if you travel from Melbourne, for the people listening around the country, if you travel from Melbourne, you go down the Western Highway, um, past Ballarat, and then you get to Horsham, and that's the road that you keep keep on going to to get to Adelaide. But how do you get to Kangaroo Island with the team? Yeah, well, we we try and we kept them on the track for probably five hours, which is a long time. Um, may have even been a bit more. So we we went down the highway, across the border uh, to Mount Barker and turned off there. And then from Mount Barker, it's a pretty windy road down towards Cape Jarvis. Um, so we stopped about an hour before Cape Jarvis at Mount Compass and let the horses off for an hour. Yeah. Um, 
That's a nice big yards and let them have a trot around. And then back on and down to Cape Jarvis, which is an hour onto the ferry for a good hour. Um, and the ferry's pretty hot, so not a lot of airflow. So the horses got pretty warm. And then once you get off the ferry, it's another hour drive to the race course. So it's a, it's a big day for them. Um, and we went over the night, the morning before, left early, and probably got there about 5 o'clock that night. Uh, and, you know, that's what I'm saying. You need to take the right horse that yeah. can handle that for starters and then settle away from home in a, in a little box um, and stay in that box for the three days. That, that was... Um, it's a big trip, big trip yeah. for the horses, oh, and uh, you know it's it sort of makes the horses too. Like it toughens them up, ready, you know, for the future. Yeah. What's it like? How do the locals um, approach the, the the Kangaroo Island Carnival? The local, the KI people. Yeah, the KI people. Yeah. Yeah, they it certainly gets a lot of support. Yeah. Uh, the ferries are chock, uh, chockers uh, for the few days around the carnival with people coming in from Adelaide as well. Um, but the club puts on a great show, like, you know, quality food um, and, yeah, just good facilities. And the the island is, being a tourist island, means, there's, you know, the restaurants have got a bit of class and the, the pubs have got good food and, you know, the, and the fishing's not too bad either. Do you have a local pub in Horsham, a local football club? Yeah, yeah. Horsham's a decent-sized town. It's yeah. one of the bigger country towns. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, there's a, there's two leagues that are based around Horsham, two football leagues. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, plenty of pubs, half yep. a dozen pubs. So are you a Horsham United man or a Horsham Demon man? No, I'm in the – I like the – I haven't been in Horsham forever. Yeah. Um, so I I just support the local club, which is Laharam. Okay, beautiful. Well, it's some story when you go to the local football club for training on a Thursday night and um, – <laughs> I'm a bit old for training, mate. No, I know, but you can you <laughs> can be. I'm going to have a beer. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's my like yeah. I'm I'm from the Mallee in Birch. It used to be a, a, the most enjoyable part of our day when you used to go to the um to the club rooms on a Thursday night to have a beer and see the seniors train before they yeah. take on one of the local sides. But and there's always racing people around the Wimmer or the Mallee in, in country Victoria, any parts of regional Australia. And I know that the horse trainers etc. are the most popular individuals in town because we all love a punt don't we and everybody knows about everybody's story and everybody would have been cheering on your horses there at kangaroo island oh look the number of local guys that sent text messages yeah even even people that i might not have bumped into for 10 years yeah. it was just messages coming from everywhere it was uh it was um that side of it was good too it depends on who it is there's some people you know it's a you get a lump in your throat when you see that they've they've seen what's going on and you know, they've got some enjoyment out of it as well. It's, uh, yeah, no, it's a good feeling. Ah, terrific. Even on the means test yesterday with Johnny Hawks and Johnny O'Neill. Uh, Johnny we're talking about some of the big races over the weekend, but you were definitely my highlight over the last week or so. To do what you did there on Kangaroo Island and win with those horses at those prices and it had everybody talking in the racing game. You even made Andy Gaze and Andy Mars show on a Thursday or Friday afternoon talking about the win that you had, mate. So it's why I love racing stories like this. So you um, should be so proud, mate, and um, terrific training performance. You've trained the house down to to get those horses to do what they did there at Kangaroo Island and and get them to travel and settle in. Um, 
yeah, a masterful training performance. So you should be proud, Steve, mate, and um, enjoy the next week or so as everybody still talks about it anyway. I, I guess it'll be a moment, like, I think life's about moments, and this is a, 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 a part of your life that everybody won't forget, the day that Lenahan turned up to Kangaroo Island and stole the show. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for that. Now, yeah. I, and I know what's around the corner too. It's it's uh, not going to be quite as high. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll bump into another good horse fairly soon. Yep. No, there's no doubt about that. Good on you, mate. Thanks for your yeah. time and well done. Thank you. He's a great man, Stephen Lanahan. What a story that is to kick off the Bet365 Country Racing Hour here on Giddy Up on this Tuesday morning. Talking about good stories, Nathan Newton has a wonderful yarn to tell. Former jumps jockey that... Um, trained and rode his first winner the other day at Bendigo. He's been through hell and back the last year after injuring himself quite badly at a ra- in a race fall at Cassetton in country Victoria. But he trained his first winner and he rode it as well at Bendigo just over a week ago. And I'm looking forward to hearing Nathan's story. So he'll be joining me straight after this here on the Bet365 Country Racing Hour on Giddy Up on this Tuesday morning.